Okay. Kumulena Lakamura, Sada Batavis, Sechta Megillah, Sangnuma Sechta, the Bez Ahmed Aleph. Mishnah says that even though the Megillah Purim is on the 14th day of Adar, yet Megillah Nikras, you can read a Megillah, the Yud Aleph, Yud Bez, Yud Gimel, Yud Dalad, and Tezvot. You have the whole gamut. All those days are after the Mishnah was soon explained. And it says Megillah Nikras, not Kailas and Megillah, because different than Krishna, for example, where every individual has to read their own Shema. When it comes to Megillah, one person can read and everybody can hear. So the Megillah is being read. No earlier and no later. Even though the Me'idi brings down that um, if you have no choice, whatever it is, you can go even read from Rosh Chedesh and uh, of other. Kroch in other mission explains. Kroch in Hamukov and Chaima, those cities that have walls around them, me, Moisey, Shubinus. According to our Mishnah, the, the city had to have a wall from the dating back to the times of Yeshua Benun. Koyin Betezvav, they read it on the 15th day, like Shushan. And Kvodin, the Ayyotic Dailas and villages and large cities, the definition of a large city, you'll see the Gemara tomorrow, is it had 10 Batlonin. 10 people who continuously learn, or we'll see there later that people are always available for a million. Then they read on the 14th. So obviously this covers everybody, 14 and 15. Who's reading earlier? The villages, we allow them to read earlier on Mondays and Thursdays. Now, what's so special about Mondays and Thursdays? Rashi says, could that's when the Ezra has made a takana that, um, sorry, Rashi says, because of the business, but they didn't, were open on Mondays and Thursdays. And so many villagers would come in on Monday and Thursday to town for their, to settle their disputes. Other than say, because that's when Ezra has said for Mesak and that we should read the Torah on Mondays and on Thursdays. And therefore they would come in, they wouldn't come in for during the week for a minute, but they would come in on Mondays and Thursdays from the village to the city just to hear the Kriya. And um, so therefore they can read the Megillah then as well. And why are we giving them a special option? Because, as we'll explain later, because they provide food and drink, if we force them to come again between Monday and Saturday, Tuesday and Wednesday, it would be very difficult for them. They just came into town on, on Monday and Thursday. So therefore, in a way, to thank them for that and to make it easy for them, we allow them to read on Monday and Thursday. So the mission gives a few examples. Kate, how does this work? If, let's say, the 14th day of other falls on a Monday, then the village and the cities read it on Monday. It's Monday and it's the 14th. Um, and the cities with walls around them, like Yishalayim, they read Lamachar on the 15th, on Tuesday. Holy and Rishlish, if Purim falls out on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, Kfarim Magdim Aknisa villages, they bring it forward Monday, which would be either day number 12 or number 13. And the large cities read it on Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever day the 14th is. And cities with walls around them, the Mocha read it the following day on the 15th. Same thing happens, it falls on a Thursday. Then again, villages and cities, they read it on that day. And Yushalayim reads the Mocha on Friday. What happens if it falls out on a Friday? Then, so villages read on a Thursday. And Ayyotas Gdailis. And large cities read on Friday, but what about your Shalim? They cannot read on a Shabbos because we'll see later um, the Abdallah, the Mayor of Takana, that uh, we don't read Megillah on Shabbos in case people might end up carrying. So, Mokavas Chaimah, we'll read on Friday. We don't push off to Sunday, we've explained, we don't go beyond the 15th day of the month.
Um, what happens if the 14th day falls on the Shabbos? If today it cannot happen, but if it happens through witnesses, is Kvarim villages, they bring it forward. Forward to when? So some restraining hold like the Ran and others hold, you bring it forward to Thursday. That means even the, the large cities, they don't bring it to Friday, which would be the 13th, we bring it forward to Thursday, which is the 12th. Others, however, hold that the large cities bring it only forward to Friday. Why should it be Thursday, Friday? And it's the, only the villages are bringing it in on, on um, Thursday. Um, uh, what do you call it? These words, is that referring to both the villages and the cities or just the villages? That's the Machlekes. And the walled cities, the Machra on Sunday, 15th. It falls out on Sunday, then then the villagers read it on Thursday, which is the 11th day of the month. And everyone else reads it on Sunday. And it falls around them the following day. Why in the world do we, we okay, we'll see more later why we have no wall cities or different regular cities because of Shushan. And so on and so forth. But why are we going back to the times of of the of Yeshua? Why walls of Yeshua coming? So the, the Yerushalmi says an interesting thing. The Yerushalmi says because it'll be a blight against Israel if every Purim we sit in the and we go ahead in all these walled cities and we read it on the fifteenth. But in Etzisrael we read on the fourteenth, and we'll be reminded every time that in Etzisrael there was nobody around. In Etzisrael at that time was desolate. And it'll be, you know, it'll be an ignoble act for Israel. Every time we have the joy of Purim, we're going to be sad. We'll be tempered with the sadness that Israel was a time that was totally destined. Nobody was there. So therefore, we say, you know what? Let's go back to Yeshua Benun. So that in Israel also, they'll have, they'll be, the world says will be different. And therefore, we won't think about the fact that Israel had no one there. But why Yeshua Benun? So some say because either because that's when I said Israel and we'll see the Gemara, or because Yeshua was the told them. What do you call it? Yeshua was the one who had the first war with Amalek and Haman came from Amalek. So therefore, there's a connection between the story of Purim and the story of Yeshua. Rashi says over here, who read the Megillah for the people in the villages who came into town? Rashi says, one of the people of the city would read it for them. And that is actually a big controversy because the people in the city don't have the mitzvah yet of reading Megillah till the 14th. So when it comes to the 11th, 12th, or 13th, for them, they're not chayiv. They're ain't about chayiv. Can they actually read for somebody in the village? So some say, Rashi clearly says yes. And many of the Shariim say no, based on Yishami, because how can someone who's not chayiv be might say others? It would be a person in the village who be might say everybody else. So why bother coming to the city? Because there's one person in this village, one person in that village, so therefore they all come in together in the city, you have a minion. And one and one person could read for all the people in the villages, so, but it had to be a village member, not a person in the city. Those who hold like Nashi that a person in the city could read for you, they say this person is. You cannot call this person a not bar because tomorrow he'll be chayiv. So already potential chayiv in this mitzvah, and therefore they can uh, already um, read Megillah for people who are chayiv, even though they are not chayiv yet at all. Uh, what about at night? So the, by day they come into town, they read Megillah, what about night? So the Ran says an interesting thing, maybe just like we gave them a special dispensation that they don't have to hear 
Megillah Bismana, they can hear it you know, earlier. Maybe they also removed the Megillah of the night because the main Megillah is the day. That's why we say Shekhiyano again by day, I will see in above, because, that's the, that, because that is the main mitzvah over and above the night mitzvah, as we'll discuss when we get to that Gemara. So um, that's what the Ran says. So they have no chiv, or others say, that, or the Ran also, that maybe they did read it at night, but at night they didn't have a minion, they read it for themselves. But only in the day did they need to have a minion. Another famous question that all the Rishayim talk about is the Gemara and Yavamis. The Gemara actually talks about Al Gemara here, where it says, Light is going to do. You cannot have two camps. Machlek is Whether two, two camps in the same city, but two Batidin is all right, or even in the same city, has to be different places. So if you learn that two camps and two Batidin are all right, you could argue that, it's the, that even though the villagers come into the city because they're totally separate from the city people, it's like two separate Batidin. But if you learn, that um, even in the same city, two butter dinner is not good, it has to be totally outside, it's a big problem. Now, why is it considered two butter dinner? Because they learn that uh, who reads the Megillah for them, not a Ben Ear, but a Ben Kfar. So, like two totally separate communities. If you're going to learn that a Ben Ear reads it for them, then they're sort of meshing together and we have a problem. How can you have two terrorists and it's not two butter dinner? So therefore, those who are hold, it's not a member of the city who reads for them, it's a member of the village who reads for them. So even though they're all sitting in the same city, it's like totally two segregated communities. And those who, uh, and what about Rashi, who says that a person in the city read for them. So some want to say, still considered two Batidinin because the people, the bulk of the people are, there, are from the village. Others want to say that this has nothing to do with Agudas Agudas, because when is it Agudas Agudas if we hold that what you're doing is wrong and you hold what we're doing is wrong? Here, everybody in the city understands why the villagers are doing what they're doing, and everybody in the village understands why the city does what they do. So there's no argument here. That's not like this great. But the question still remains, according to the Bayou, it says that even in the same city, two Batadin are no good, it has to be two separate cities. How do they learn? Comes along the Ravid. This is actually not the Ravid, the Ravid son of law. And he learns that the people in the village did not come to the city to read. They read it in their own village. So what's going on here? And therefore, it's totally two separate cities. So what's going on here? The, the Pshat is, we let them read on Monday and Thursday, not in this in this city that they came to, but that night, everybody went home together. So now that they were all together, they all stopped in some village and they read it over there. So it's totally separate city altogether. And Monday and Thursday doesn't mean they read it in the city. It means they all gathered in the city because they all sold their wares. And then they came back home, they traveled together, stopped somewhere to read. So these are some of the issues. But the most fascinating thing is the Ramban. The Ramban brought down in the Ran here is the most fascinating a historical argument. We don't normally have this. So the way we always learn is we read the Megillah. Muhammad says, Yeshnoi scattered all over the world. We read in Ezra when Ezra came back, only 41,000 and some change people wanted to go back with him, and nobody else wants to go back. They were so comfortable in bubble and, and so on. I mean, that's how we read our history. Comes along the Ramban and flips everything on his head. He says, We all got it wrong. He says the vast majority of the Eden during the story of Purim lived in Israel. When Kratos gave permission to build the base of English, everybody ran for joy, they for glee, and they ran to Israel. They all settled down. And he said, this is what happened. The people in the open cities, they were the ones who felt threatened. The, the, the people, and, and this, this that Haman said, he's a liar, he's an anti-Semite, he made up stories, can't talk the stories. Can't bring any proof from what Haman's words were. And, um, he says the people who lived in walled cities in Israel weren't scared because they were all Eden and they were in a walled city. So they didn't celebrate Purim at all. In fact, Purim was only celebrated by the Prozim, as the Prozim says, we'll still see. Only the open cities um, celebrate Purim. 
and um, and everyone else had no reason to have Purim. They weren't scared at all. So then the Chazal say it's not right that Yidin half the Yidin uh, you know have a yamtiv, another half don't. So but we, on the other hand, those half Yidin they deserve a yamtiv. They were scared. They were more scared, and the other half for them it's a much smaller yamtiv. So you know what? We'll make it a different day in the fifteenth day. Shushan is different. The Shushan have a nest, as we'll soon see. But the rest of it is it's a stroll. They have the Mukafim Chaimer. They have a separate day because it's a smaller yamtiv. That's why we have two separate days all together. A whole different look. And the Ran and everyone was baffled by the Ramban because historically it seems to be totally incorrect. But nevertheless, with the Ramban insists. Okay, let's continue. Sorry for uh, elaborating a little bit here. Let's continue tomorrow. Let's continue on. How do you know? So what do you mean? Could be a minute. Come on. There's no. How do you know? It's it's, it's a logical thing. Chachamim want to make it easier for the people in the villages. They should be able to come in on Monday and Thursday to sell their stuff. And don't force them to come a second time. If you force them to come a second time, they won't come on Monday and Thursday. And then this is our question. We know that the whole Megillah came from like and we had a rule in Mazafta Bay and other places, these first of all. And therefore, we cannot tamper with it at all, even if you have valid reason. So there must be some illusion in the words of the Anchekneslagdoila that you could read Megillah earlier. For these Hakadat, if you're gonna say Anchekneslagdoila, they only said read the 14 and 15. Could they come along and just tamper with it and, and alter it? But now, didn't we learn? You cannot annul other Bez's edicts unless you're larger in number and in quality. It must be that somewhere incorporated. They allowed for some latitude here when you can read it. Where do you find an illusion for that? There's a pasik. I'll tell you how we know. It's in the pasik. Lekayim as he may have put him. I want you to fulfill the days of Purim. So it's my name in the dates of Purim. Obviously, there's more than just one date. So obviously, they allowed for a number of dates. Then the chacham came in and 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 verified what those dates are. So what are you talking about? Hamaboy lelagup. We need it for itself. There are two dates. One for the walled cities. One for the non-walled cities. That's already plural. How do you know to add more? Just say the time, because we're already talking about the 14th and the 15th. Just say the time. I mean, that the time, well, the 14th and 15th. Seems to add something. Even more dates than those originally we, we talked about. Maybe means just those two dates. Why does it say in plural? To tell you, because each, it's not like they, that both of them observe two dates. Each one observes one day. So there's two separate dates. That's why it's a plural. Like his man two separate dates. Because him came across mana. Mana would have done the same thing. Their dates. By adding this man nehem, you you know that seems to add even more days. Shamat minah, kulu comes to add even more days. Saying more, okay, so high no limit to eleven. Amos manim too. Maybe the entire month. Who knows? Saying more because man nehem dumidus manim. The additional days are equal to the number of days you initially had. Initially had two days, fourteen to fifteen. So we add two more. Maz manam today. Abs man nehem today. Saying more the ema trace of a place. If so, only two days. So fourteenth and fifteenth is Purim. Make it the twelfth and thirteenth. How do you know to bring it forward to the eleventh? Saying more, I'll tell you. The Amar of Shmuel Yitzchak, Rabbi Shmuel Yitzchak, will say in a minute, in the next Gemara, Yud Gimel's man kedel akali. The thirteen days of time, and all the Jews gathered together for the war. Therefore, the light sarlebu, and we don't have to add it that you know this is connected to Purim. We can read the Megillah because this is Mamish the day of the nest. This is the day of the nest. 
You don't have to add anything. So the way we learn it is that uh, since this is the day they had the miracle, so surely it's Shaykh. Comes along Rabbeinu Tam and says, no, no, no. This is nowhere in Shasta does it mention Tainus Esther. And everybody wonders where Tainus Esther comes from. And there's like five different opinions of Tainus Esther is only a minute. Orchus Chaim says the only reason why you have Tainus Esther is so to make sure that we read Megillah in time. So by making us hungry and we cannot eat till after Megillah, we're going to dive a and read Megillah as soon as we can. And others say that it's Rabbana. And others say the Megillah, which says they were fulfilling the Tzayimah, the, the, the that's referring to Tainus Esther. Rabbeinu Tam says, this is the Mokka right here. What do you mean you give us Makila Koli? This is when everyone gathers together. Because at that war, they all went fasting. You're supposed to fast at a war. So that's why we fast Tainus Esther. To remember, not the fast days, the three days that Esther talked about. No, this is the fast of Tainus Esther. Because they went to war and you have to fast when you go to war. So the Rebbe explains why is it called Tainus Esther. She didn't go to war. Because at the Allah, you're not allowed to fast while you're going to war. Because you have to be strong. The only one who was able to fast were those who weren't involved. That was Esther. Therefore, we call it Tainus Esther. So it says the main time, because this is a fast day, you don't have to include that. Automatically, we know you can read the Megillah there, because it's the fast day of the war. Others disagree. And so anyway, interesting mark like this. The aim of Shitzer maybe, it's, okay, maybe it's 16, 17, Heiner being forward, maybe post. If it says the bar, it says the positive, you shouldn't pass these dates, except in the problem themselves. The they will not pass those dates. Um, I'll give you another source. It says in the passage, just like the day that they rested from their enemies, just like the day they rested from their enemies. So, and, and, and so therefore, we add just like those days. Two days. Same question, maybe 12, 13. Because that's the time kill Kali. So others say the pshat is it's a kavuchay. That it says kayam mashenochem. The whole yantar purim is the days they rested. Day number thirteen they fought. How can that be a day of reading Megillah? So therefore it must be eleven and twelve. But since eleven and twelve you read the Megillah, fourteen and fifteen you read the Megillah, thirteen which is sandwiched in between. So matter of those days which have no connection to purim. Yet we read Megillah. Surely the thirteenth which is connected to purim. At least you know we fought the war then, and we had an S. Surely you should read the Megillah. What are the same questions before? You cannot pass those days. How come the Shimon Nachman doesn't like the first answer of Zman? Of Zmanem? So we say Zman, Zman, Zmanem, he doesn't like this whole deal of the difference between Why doesn't he learn like the days? He says that has nothing to do with adding more days to the Amtah, that has to do with the future. You should observe the 14th and the 15th, just like the first year they observed the 14th and the 15th. And they did it spontaneously. So in the future, when it was legislated, you should follow what they did initially spontaneously. Uh, that's written for generations. This opinion of our Mishnah, that you can read all the way up to the 11th, is the opinion of Akiva. Because all the Mishnah is are from Rameir, which follows Rabbi Akiva. The Dodish Zman Zman Zmanem. Oh, but the Chachamim disagree. This first version of Yechonah says the Chacham hold. Never do we read before the fourteenth. Ain't claim Oisa Elul Zman. We only read it on the fourteenth. May so ask a question. Omer Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said. It says Ain Masai. Says in the Mishnah later on. Rabbi Yehuda said. When do we say Bizman Shashanim Dikona? When do we read it earlier when the years are normal? The Israel Shirel Masadina living in Israel. Abu Bizman has today that we don't live in Israel anymore. Hoyul Mustaklimba, the base of Mikdish is no longer upstanding. So the Shanim are no longer Kitikunan the way it's supposed to be. 
And the idea is that the shluchim would get to all the places before Pesach. But now we no longer have Migdush, we don't have the shluchim and everything else. So therefore, since how do people know what Pesach is? They look at Purim, they know 30 days later. So we got to be very careful. You have to read Purim on the right day. Because if you read earlier, people will think 30 days from then will be Pesach. And all kinds of mistakes will happen. And the, and the shluchim won't get there in time. Because we don't really have a system of shluchim anymore. Um, <clears throat> so this Rabbi who does he follow? If he follows Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva, who lives also after the Chorbeis and Bidush, and yet said you can read it till the eleventh, so it can't be Rabbi Kiva. I feel the Manaze he saw the height of but today we read it in the eleventh. Elalav alibe the Rabbanon, he follows the Rabbanon, and like, he follows the Rabbanon. You Rabbi Yechon said the Chachamim say you never read it before the fourteenth. Rabbi Yehuda obviously followed the Chachamim, and he's telling you. Amol used to be that they used to read the eleventh, but only today because no base of Bidush we only read it bismanet. So you're the Chachamim that you brought up, Rabbi Yechon. Who is that? Uvizman shalshad bekitikuna, and when the years are proper, we saw Shem Masson miukadini. They did read it the eleventh. To Yufta the Rabbi Yechon, a question Rabbi Yechon who said according to the Rabbi they never read it prior to the fourteenth. Yufta, it's a good question. Ikidami is another version, and Amr Rabbi Yechon and Amr Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Yechon. These are the kids that you read eleventh, not even today. How the Chachamim say depends. Bizman has only today. They argued, they say you don't read the eleventh, but it used to be, yes, the Chachamim are the ones who said that it used to be we used to read the eleventh. The people today look at Purim and they count 30 days. You don't read the right time. Now, according to this version, we actually have support. Because they look at Purim to decide to turn Pesach, you have to read the right time. Now, actually, the same, the same discussion about Chachamim and, and Rabbi Yehuda, but he asks as a question from Rabbi Yehuda on Rabbi Yehuda. Kash Rabbi Yehuda. Umukin lo lebraisa, and therefore he will learn the braisa ke Rabbi Yehuda bar Yehuda. Well, here what it says Rabbi Yehuda says in the braisa, it's actually Rabbi Yehuda bar Yehuda. What's going on there? Because me, I'm at, what, what Rabbi Yehuda said. Rabbi Yehuda said that it used to be that he used to read it eleventh. Today we only read it on time. Really that today we only read in the time. But I mean, a question. It says, said, when do we read it earlier? Only those cities with the villages that come in on Monday and Thursday. A place where they did not come in, for example, there's no Bezin there, like where Rashi learns, or there was no Balkhaid or whatever, Shul in the city, then then you only read it on the right time. And he's talking about today, and even today, they read it pouring forward to the 11th. How could Rabbi Yehuda before the Braisa say that today, because we're basically not upstanding, we only read putting in the right time so people count Pesach and get it correct. When in the Mishnah, he said that even today, it depends. Cities that have a Bezdin, they read it early. Cities that don't have a they don't read it early. Contradiction of Yehuda. Even today. So therefore, Rabashi, to answer, reconcile that, therefore he decided that the Brais is not Rabbi Yehuda, but Rabbi Yehuda's son, Rabbi Yehuda. Says, when the cash laid Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda has a problem, a contradiction, he decided to change names, Mukim Lebrais, Rabbi Yehuda. Says, it's not so partial. Rabashi Shmilei, Rabashi heard two versions of the Brais. He heard one version, one version told him was Rabbi Yehuda said it. The eager to turn like Rabbi Yehuda, another version was Rabbi Yehuda said. So therefore, because of this question, he decided that the people who told him that Rabbi Yehuda was the author is correct. When the Kasher Rabbi Yehuda, Omar, he says, man the turn like Rabbi Yehuda love Dafka. His love is not necessarily so. Man the turn like Rabbi Yehuda Dafka is necessarily so. Then we learn Krochim Hamukafim Chaimel Mimayshim Shemenon. 
In the Megillah itself, it doesn't mention a word about cities with walls around it. All the Megillah says is that those cities that were open, the cities that were open, that are sitting in they jumped up, you know, they, they, they celebrated, so therefore they do it on the 14th day. Simcha, Mishnah, and all that. So then we infer from that, just by inference, that wall cities, they did it on the 15th. So what about How do you know that wall cities do it on the 15th? Open wall cities. So we infer with the prosing Baba also the Mukafim Bechamishos. Says the Gemara, the Ema, maybe prosing Baba also, maybe prosing did in the 14th, and Mukafim Klavakaloi, the wall city didn't do it all. Now, why wouldn't the wall city, this actually, this piece of Gemara here only makes sense according to Rambam. According to all the other Rashaim that everybody lived outside of Ajisro, and just because in a wall city makes it worse, not better. Because who are the neighbors? In the walled city, all their enemies are around them, and there's nobody to come in and protect them because it's a walled city. No one knows what's going on inside. They'll be more dangerous. So why in the world would you think that a walled city wouldn't have had to put him in a nest? But according to Rabban, it makes sense. They were next to strong. They felt safe and secure. Nobody, they were, they were only eating in the city. Who threatened them? Nobody. And this is maybe the eye of the Rabban, this little part right here. That maybe Bukov and Bechal didn't celebrate. Says even though they didn't have a reason to celebrate for themselves, but they didn't want to participate in Kali Israel. What does that mean? Number one. Number two, furthermore, it seems everybody was threatened from Haidu to Kush, maybe different levels, but everyone was threatened. Says the okay. So the aim of one being as follows: Prozim did it by Abesa, and Mukafin celebrate two days, the Abesa over Chamesa, 14th and the 15th. Because the Pasik says they says they did Who is that referring to? Maybe that's walled cities. They did both days. If we're written S fourteenth and the fifteenth, then you're right. Remember, for whatever reason, the Mukafim Chaim celebrated both days. But hash to see the Tzad the Pasuk S Yom Abbasah. Then there's another word again repeats the S Yom Chamishasah. Asa S comes the word S who Pasuk and separates them as two. Hani Babasah, Hani Chamishasah. These do the fourteenth. These do the fifteenth. Says the Gemara of Eimah Prozim Ba'abesar. Let's do this way. The open cities were in the 14th. But Mukafi, the walled cities, have a choice. If they want, they can read on the 14th. And Ibo Bechamesa on the 15th. How do you know that it is mandated that they must read it on the 15th? On the passing, Bizman Nehem, in their times, in their slots, and they are in plural as if they're two separate slots. There are two separate slots. Says the Gemara, okay. The Eimar Betleser. How do you know that the walled cities are the 15th? Maybe only Shushan is the 15th, but the walled cities are the 13th. Says the Gemara, Kishushan. We don't have any other dates. And since Shushan is on the 15th, we're going to make them the 15th as well. And why is Shushan, which is not a walled city, on the 15th? Because that's where they, they were given, granted an extra day to defend themselves, and they were able to kill many more of their enemies, and that's why it happened. Says he want to ask If you look in the passage when it talks about open cities versus closed cities, it's talking about oisim as they they made that day simcha or mishta or yamta or shloach manas doesn't mention a word about reading the Megillah. Maybe reading the Megillah they all read in the same day. Zechidim and all. How do you know a makra? Because there's another passage which says vahayomimay these days nizkarim benasim. In other words, whatever day you do your activities in shloach manas is the same day you read the Megillah. We compare the two. 
says the Gemara, our Misha that dates back to Yeshua Benu will not agree to Yeshua Koch. Those cities that have walled cities around from the time of Hashemesh, they read They read on the fifteenth day. So according to him, we don't go back to Yeshua Benuni. We only go back to just like Shushan on the day. No, it's any city which had walls around them. Times of Purim, they read had walls around them. The rest uh, it doesn't matter if you, if you didn't have walls around the time of Purim. That means, according to him, that Yisrael, Yerushalayim, and all these places will be equal to anybody else will be on the fourteenth day, no other day. My time was Rav Shimon What's his logic? Kishushan is just like Shushan. Ma Shushan Mukefes Chaim Lomim Meizach Hashvedish. Shushan had walls around it, but only in the times of Hashvedish and Bekoidin Bechamisha Osa, and they celebrate the fifteenth. Av Koshim Mukefes Chaim Lomim Meizach Hashvedish. All the Hashvedish Koyim Bechamisha Osa. According to many Shemim, the whole argument. What about walled cities outside of Israel? Do they also read it on the 15th or not? So they, some want to make a machlek, is it Shemim Korch and Shemim Levi. According to Levi, we go back to the times of Shemim Menun, and the only cities that matter is Israel, because he entered Israel. So any city around the world that we know for a fact had a wall around it in the times of the story, in times of Yeshua, is irrelevant. You don't read it on the 15th. But if you follow Shemim Korch, who says like Shushan, then basically Shushan was outside of Israel, but any city. That's out, that had walls around them in the times of Hashemesh. But even you want to go, yeah, is um, you read on the fifteenth day, and the, the whole argument revolves around the city called Hutzal, which Tigmar talks about later, and we talk about whether to read on the fifteenth. And Hutzal is a machlekes. Is it part of Israel or is it Hutzal? And the Mark continues. The talent on our Tana, my Tana. What's his reason why he would go back to Yeshua? Yali for the Zal. Prozi, Prozi has a great show. See, here it says, Alkena Yehudim Prozi. And it says over there that um, all of these cities uh, that have walls around them, besides the Oriya Proza, there were many. When the spies went in, they came back, there were many cities um, that have walls around them and there were open cities. So we see, and that's talking about the time when Yeshua was going to enter Israel. So make Proza, Proza, that that's the time when we determine what's considered a walled city, not when Yeshua entered. Argues the less they the he doesn't believe in the Shabbat. And therefore he says, let's look at Shushan and any city in the times of the story of Purim had a wall, they read on the 15th. But why does our town agree? It makes sense of Shumakarcha says the story happened and Shushan was unique, so everything should emulate Shushan. Says he might understand your question. My time at the East, I just told you, they, they, they believe this is a show called Prozzi Prozzi, and that's the end of the story. How can this be meant? Elo Shushan, the other Kemah. Shushan itself was not a walled city, so who do they follow? The Leike Prozzi, Leike Makafim. Prozzi should do on the 14th, and they're a Prozzi, yet you do on the 15th. But the 15th is only for cities with walls around them. Omarova, Sarova answered, but I'm the other say, Kadi, Kadi answered, shiny Shushan, Shushan is different. Because they had an extension of the miracle, they had an extension to grant the permission to fight for one more day, therefore they celebrate on the 15th. Because remember, the Purim celebration is the day that they rested from Ben. That you go back to Shemunun, we have two different kinds of cities and two different kinds, two different kinds of countries in the cities. You have countries with walls around them, but they were not dating back to Shemunun and countries without walls, no prosim. So you have two different days, 15 and 14. And then it says ear to ear because within cities itself you have all the you have a number of cities 
no walls around the read on the 14th, and Shushan, which had no wall around it, you read it on the 15th. Okay, so therefore, then there's two um, there's two contrasts. So according to our Tani, go back to Shushan and Hanson, it says Medina, Medina, walled cities versus non-walled cities, Eve, Eve, Shushan versus everything else. Those walled cities that were, you know, how far back they date. And the in and the Shushan and the cities come to distinguish between Shushan, which had no wall, yet it's the 15th, versus all the cities that had no wall in the 14th. Fine. Makes sense. Medina, Medina, walled cities in the times of the story of Purim versus non walled cities. The Chalik Ben Shushan and Yaris. And between the uh, Shushan had a wall around it in the time of the story of Purim versus all else it had no wall. Fine. What's Iri coming to teach? Because there's no other distinctions, no other contrast. The only, the only contrast according to the is a city that had a wall around it like Shushan at the time of the story of Purim versus everybody else. The Taliban, according to us, he thinks any better. Minich is any better. Once you have Prozi, which already tells you there's a distinction between an open wall city, an open city versus a wall city. Is Medina Medina What I need to add, Medina to tell you the same thing. Obviously, Medina Medina is talking about something altogether different. That is, when we say krach, a village, it's not just the village itself, but also its environs, any neighboring, that can be seen with it. And in the more next few days, we'll see exactly the definition of what means seen with it or close to it. Any city which is close to it or can be seen with it, even though it's not so close, but you can see it, then it's part of the krach. At Kamu, up to what distance? Like the distance of which is the distance of one mil, kilometer. The lame mil, just say kilometer. If you want to know how long a mil is, the time it takes to walk the Hamasan to Tveria. That's what the distance of one Tveria, that's what it is. Okay, we'll stop over here and see tomorrow. Sorry, we'll go to the Tumim Foshim.